Once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day, in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home and return to the kingdom of heaven. What's going on, guys? What up? What up? And just in the... Um, Justin. Justin. <laughs> just in... <laughs> In alignment with what we were talking about yesterday, here's a little message I wanted to send. She was waiting. I've been waiting on that one, yeah. It just feels right. Feels so righteously right. Things happen when we start talking about this shit because demons don't like to know that people know that they're there. So they attack the people that are telling everybody about them. And they, they can drain you in any way. They cause so much inconvenience in your life just to get back at you. Like, no, <clears throat> here's one thing that I forgot to mention in the last episodes was that they are handlers. This is how they handle you. You have handlers in your reality, and those handlers are usually like, those are the ones I was talking about are the ones that are closest to you. Yeah. Because they're the ones that actually affect you when they do something. Like, you're not going to be affected by some random stranger that does something to you. You you can be, but not the same way as say your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, all the people that are closest to you, those are the ones that are gonna try to come through and they can come through as long as those people in your vicinity, physical vicinity, don't even know that they exist. Much like most people won't even acknowledge this truth. So therefore they can't even um, find release from it happening within them or without them. And when I say without them, I mean outside of themselves. Yep. So anyway, a bunch of ignorance. And so I wanted to also talk about, I told you what happened this morning. Like someone had, uh, cause I go through and I I'll see some things on Facebook and I literally guys have nothing but the utmost love for all of us and the well-being of all of us. We should all live quality lives. So if I see something that I once was a uh, blind to and a fool about, and I see it happening in any of your lives, I'm going to say something about it, not to attack you, but to let you know that you're going down the wrong path. And not to say that my path is right and your path is wrong. I'm just saying that there is only one path of truth. There's only one narrow path. There's many roads we take on to get to that path, but there's only one path of truth. So I'm just trying to help you get back to that path. And so I saw something this morning and see, I get it's funny because I'm always talking about Christ and I'm talking about God and I'm talking about the kingdom of heaven and, you know, angels and demons and all these things, but none of these things were things that I read to talk about, or I went and studied to talk about. These are things that God showed me within myself and he gave me my verbiage. He gave me all the words that I use half the time. I don't even know what some of the things I'm even saying, like some of these big words that come out of my mouth. I'm like, I don't even know the definition of it as far as what society would say, but I can tell you exactly what it means because God gave me that that mm -hmm. not man so anyway i'm going through scrolling through and I, you know i i can't even post in places where there's religion because they get so triggered by what i'm saying but what i'm saying comes from god and they think that they're following god but they actually got fooled into following satan and they don't even know it and if you don't have discernment to tell which one is speaking to you it's easy to get fooled and so i was trying to explain that to someone this morning because they had uh desire jesus 
And I was like, no, that that's not desire. desire is from the flesh. It is not from the soul. The soul has no desire whatsoever. Tell me when you find your soul's desire, you're not going to because your soul knows that it is whole and doesn't need to desire anything. Mm -hmm. So anyway, knows. yeah. So I was trying to let him know that, you know, you're falling for the lie right now. This is not the truth. You should not be leading people to desire anything, especially not Jesus or or anything like god does not want you desiring something of the world that's that that characteristic is of the world he doesn't want you to have that characteristic going towards his kingdom and when i commented saying that and telling them that i had nothing but the utmost love for them this was not an attack i was just trying to let them be aware of what they're doing that i once did too and someone else commented immediately who was triggered by what i said and thought that i was attacking them and, you know, goes to quote scripture saying, I love what you said. It goes right along with the scripture. So I look up the scripture because you guys know I don't read the Bible. So I only look up something whenever somebody is saying something so I can see if they're listening to the serpent or the Lord. <laughs> Which one are you listening to in this? So anyway, I go and I look it up and it was uh, talking about desire. Like if you, um, you'll get all your desires of, their, of your heart. And I was just, so I went in again and I was like, look, if you don't have discernment, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. You have to realize that Satan infiltrated the word of God and then mass marketed it all over the world. And God knew that this would happen. So what did he do? He put a safeguard in place and he put the entire scripture, the real scripture of his kingdom in your blood so that you could tap into it. It's inside you. That's the only way you find the kingdom is going within. You don't find it out here. It comes out here after you find it in here. So anyway, that's all I was saying. And within seconds of me saying that and trying to shed light on his darkness that he didn't realize he had, everything I said was gone within seconds. And, and the whole and, thread disappeared. Yeah. And this is what I go through continuously. Like, like, oh, I love God. You guys do not love God the way you think you do. You talk about faith and you claim your faith, but you don't walk out that faith. And that's the only way that you actually have faith. It's not by saying, oh, I'm with Jesus. I'm good. That shit don't work. You don't even love yourself. So how could you love God? Seriously, that's a big one. Seriously, <laughs> if you can't love yourself, you can't care for yourself. You can't nourish yourself. You like, you can't, you can't be of considerate of yourself. You can't trust yourself. Like, how are you doing any of that for God? And he is wise enough to know you're delusional. I love him though. <laughs> I love God because I go to church and I and I confess my sins that I did the week before. But as soon as I'm done with this, it's the bar is open and they have And I'm going plenty. back to my flesh and, and Satan's world. It's wing night. They got <laughs> I got five dollar beers oh my friend invited me out i haven't seen him in a long time it's just one beer it's just one more night at the bar yeah <laughs> there comes a point where god is gonna force you to make the choice his kingdom or satan's and you keep he he doesn't he doesn't uh allow lukewarmness and fence riders and it's funny because all these words again that come out of my mouth they come out as his word not as mine and, and I don't even like people can come to me and say, well, this is from this part of the Bible or this is from this book and that book and all this. And I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't read these things. I, I don't go outside myself. I talk to God more than I talk to anybody. Period. It's funny. I remember hearing it was a conversation from a couple of years ago. Uh, the, the woman who we were cool with at first, and then she was the Jesus freak. And we had to block her because she kept referring to we're we're sinners jesus is gonna save us like we we are not perfect she was no going i out. didn't block anybody they no. blocked me okay yeah. <laughs> did i say you blocked me? yeah i guess i don't know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but i found it all just ridiculous because they all they truly believed that they were just sinners and that they can go out and do all these things like go out and drink and go out into a club and and eat toxic foods and be around toxic people because they knew they were sinners and they were okay with it because they believed they the were with Jesus. So like they were fine. Like, and they were using that as the excuse to not better themselves, but to here's not the grow thing. spiritually. They were just accepting what it was. And that's in, how it is in our flesh. We are sinners when we're in, when we're the fallen, we are, 
No, I know, but, but like that's it. She wasn't like going above the part. Like, okay, yeah. I'm a sinner. I can I can actually grow past this. I can yeah. I can they become they angelic, identify like, with the sinner and be like, well, I'm forgiven. And I think all that's what this, they are, and that's instead it. Instead of, well, you can do other things <laughs> to rise yourself out of being a fallen in sin and become the child of God you were destined to be. <laughs> yeah. Fallen angels are us. Seriously, we fell. We all fell from our higher fucking selves. We were all protectors of Earth, guarding the Eden. Ah, (laughs) that just came up when I was (laughs) trying to get to the thing. Yeah. Oh, more people. Yeah, if you're listening to this, yeah. (laughs) You did not go inside yourself to get anything that you were talking about. Sit down. (laughs) I was saying we're, we're all protectors of this place, and we all fell. From our posts, we were yes, we were postmasters. We fucking made sure that the garden was cleansed and clean, and everything was great. And then we all fell. We fell because we fell into sin. We fell into the desire, the flesh, the that lower apple. vibration. We ate the apple of lies, thinking and, it was and that's truth, what, and it trickled down for generations and thousands of years. And now we're boom. Now we're this low entity. All collectively, we've effectively hurt our G- DNA, right? It went from us falling to then then on our own to then somebody manipulating it even more and, and then turning off our DNA, altering our genetics. That's where God's at. It's in our DNA. God's in the genes. We're coming from Earth. We're all part of the same system. So they just altered the, our source connection so that we don't have to, so that we can't remember ourselves and we can't go and continue to rise and come back to where we were. The humanity over the last few eons has literally been going in these cycles where they wake up, they fall asleep. They wake up, they fall asleep. That's not supposed to be. Not supposed to wake up every single time and then just fall back into it. Like you're supposed to wake up and you stay your ass awake. (laughs) You, you, You maintain the post. You don't have to go through these cycles. And But I don't, I don't, See, that's, yeah, that's a hard one. What? Going back and forth like that, like, you have to be heavily manipulated and tricked. The whole thing has to, to be, yeah, that has that to be controlled. Over, yeah. They rise, they have a false rising that they've risen technologically, break away civilization, yeah. go somewhere else, and then they manipulate the, next, like ra- right the, the now. next fall, and they control it. So they rise, and, and they... There's always a hierarchy. It's like right now with this wokeness, right? Yeah. The great awakening. Like we've talked about this on a prior episode, but that's that rise. It's an artificial rise where, yes, you're going and you're, you're, you're focusing a light on darkness. Yes, I get that. But where are you focusing that same light on the darkness inside of yourself? Because your darkness is what perpetuates the problems that we have in this world. Yeah, it all all of our inner darkness. We have to bring all of that out and shed the light on all of it and live in our authenticity and our transparency and our truth That's for things to go back into balance. Everybody out here arguing over how this happened, who said what, who's doing what. None of that is relevant in the bigger picture here, the bigger picture is your soul and it being redeemed, you finding your own salvation through that. You gotta do the inner work, fix, heal yourself, find yeah. all the faults in you. Don't just sit there and think you're perfect. Put yourself on the chopping block. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. That's what I did. I, I put myself on the cross, dissected every piece of myself. I shined every light that I could in every space that was dark. I didn't get... Yeah, I got upset. Every you get triggered when you're lower self. Yeah, you're gonna be upset for a minute. But the key is being able to really look at what you're upset about and analyze yourself and see that you are the one that is screwing up and that you have to make changes with yourself. Like that's the power right there. Part of the power, you know. But anyway. So this one, we went over, we did two we episodes. Did demonic, well, three. Well, no, two, three, three different videos. Cause yeah. They all got messed up because of the power outage. Yeah. So now we're going to go into the angelic side of this so that you can identify the parts of you that are aligned with God's kingdom and the angels 
just like in the demonic side, you were able to identify which pieces of you were in alignment with hell and demons. And also you were able to identify which people around you, which experiences around you are aligned with either of those places as well, because it's not just the people like you can have a experience that is very demonic and it is aligned with the wrong place. It's say you're, and if you are aligned with God, then you're not going to step inside of a demonic experience. You won't, you'll recognize it before you. Yeah. And like I said before, if you do, you'll already know that you're going to be fine through it. It's not you going into a space with uncertainty. You'll have full certainty in all of it. I think that was wisdom. That was not wisdom. That was like a a (laughs) call. And no, I'm not talking about the word wisdom. We're talking about our child wisdom when I said that. (laughs) Okay. So let's. That's wisdom. Yeah. (laughs) Like mic drop. (laughs) Boom. Baby drop. (laughs) Baby trouble. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, all right. So angelic embodiment. Angelic, let's get it. All right. So angels, as I said, demons walk within us and so do angels. And at any time we are choosing whether to embody our angelic divinity or our demonic self, right? That's our free will choice. We have that choice every moment. That's why we're talking about every moment is life or death. What is life? Amplification. What is death? Draining. So everything you're doing is either amplifying your life force that God gave you to protect, which is, and which by doing so is making your temple illuminated. It's making your light body just, it has so much light. And also I'm getting a phone call. (laughs) I don't know. It has so much light, but it is also much more magnetic at that point. The higher you vibe, the more magnetic you are. So if you have, say, you're like, time is going. Okay. Oh, oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Magnetics and time, they go hand in hand. So when you are, the more magnetized you are, the faster time goes. So you notice things happening to you very slowly. You're not as amplified to the things that are meant for you. So therefore, the events that were aligned and destined for you are not happening at a fast paced momentum. But when you are high vibe, you are moving faster through time. Therefore you are aligning with all of these people, places, things, circumstances, and physical tools much faster. It's like, and that's where people are like, everything is just going so fast for me right now. And I'm saying, well, I said, thank you, God, because he just like, threw that image at me as I, as I was saying, I was like, oh my God, that's it's it. Like, it's like um, if somebody's at work and they hate their job, they keep looking at the clock and it's like, it's only been five minutes. And it's oh, like, I remember and, those and it's all, Like to them, it's been like an hour, but it's only been five minutes. Like, oh my God, this couldn't go any slower. Like that's what happens. That's a, that's a literal like, example of what happens when you are drained. Time goes slower, but when you are excited, having a great day, things are mo- like, you're just flowing and just feel great. Wow, shit, it's already nighttime? Like, wh- where'd the time go? We, we all know the phrase, time, pl- uh, time flies when you're having fun. Like, time flies when you're vibe, when you're, when you're high vibration. And that doesn't mean like go out, like you can go out and do toxic things that'll increase your vibe, you know, temporarily. But when you are in a state of bliss and you're, you, you feel healthy, you're, you're productive, you're, you have created an environment that you love and you just know how it operates and you can, you're constantly growing that, that itself is a high. And that's what makes time go so much faster. Like, like, for example, like think about it right now, we're halfway done with 2021 already. The end of the, like it's June. We're in the middle of June and it just turned 2021 sick like it was just 2020 it was yesterday wisdom was wisdom (laughs) our son was just born like we feel he was just born last week (laughs) he's about 16 months old now like what the heck you know what i mean like things are just moving and what's scary is actually they're only going to go faster based upon things that are happening in the world right now. But it's now. not so, scary at the same no, time. No, it's not scary. It's, it's nervous. Life it's, is going to be extended. There's that feeling through that, that amplification. 
you're people, if you're thinking about this right now, well, I don't want to rush through life. I don't want to get to the end of it so fast. No, you are going to live much longer than they have programmed yeah. you to when believe you, when you get to that space. When you start living like this and you, you're high vibe all the time, even though time feels like it's going faster, you start living you, longer. You start existing. So like eventually we were talking about in other episodes, like the human body, we believe thousands of years old we should easily be able to do that we've sustained the right environment on earth Great. how here's a question as a christian anyone listening how can you think that you are not in a false matrix when you read the bible and here's something i do know about the Noah. bible is that there are people in it that lived for a very long time uh what's his name 800 years was in there that they documented in this you follow avidly the Bible and you believe everything in it, but yet you think that you're supposed to die at a hundred years old and you have fallen for their false indoctrination that, that this is just how things are now. No, no. that's bullshit. You are not thinking you are not using your critical thinking at all. Yeah. You just, we could easily change our, our entire lifespan with the technology I mean, that we have with the, with the end with the air that we breathe with the electro the electromagnetism of the earth like once we change the grid the whole all of us change by default our, our genes reactivate like we will literally live longer so it's just amazing how people are what you just said i was gonna say something else i forgot what i was gonna say sorry but, it just is a valid question like how can you look at that and then not realize that you have been you have fallen for a false system like because they don't think that far into <laughs> it because the bible surpasses them they're like that they, they're the holy remember we're sinners we don't deserve that because <laughs> we're sinners okay no. so anyway whichever you choose when it comes to your and your uh angelic or uh demonic embodiment heaven or hell life or death whichever one you choose will determine what you experience people, places, things, all of that. So when you know this, it should be a lot easier for you to go, well, I experienced this bad thing because I chose hell. Because if I didn't choose hell, then I couldn't align with hell. It's not possible. Yeah. So which one would you choose now that you know you have that choice? Oh, this is, oh, yes. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, this was something I wasn't, I was going to talk about the other day because I was saving it for this specific topic. <laughs> go ahead. Don't lose it. So we talked about demons and now we're talking about angels and that they're all within us. And the way they, they rise from within you is your choices, right? The more angelic choices. So the more high vibe, high vibe, amplif uh, amplifying emotions and feelings and actions you take, the more angelic you, the more angelic you will become, the more high vibe you will become. The angelic side within you will just start to show and you'll be able to see. People will notice your brightness. They'll see that you're shining. Like there's an energy about you. They feel, they feel more like closer to you. Like they feel like they can trust you. They don't even know you, but they can trust you. Like it's something that is in the quantum aspect of it that people know. And then if you choose the draining side, the death side, the the evil side, like you'll start to get sicker. Like you'll, you'll feel dis-ease. Like your actions will just show that you'll be more demonic, right? So it's all in your choices. And the way I wanted to articulate that for somebody looking at this is look at games. And I talk about this in the, uh, in, in the class too. There's a game called fable. This is what I was going to talk about. And, and they, I played this game years same ago. Same thing they emulated in the they show Lucifer. Yeah. And Lucifer there. Angels in the show Lucifer are self-actualizing. So in Lucifer, he gets his devil face, not because he's deemed the devil, but because he looks at himself as a horrible yeah, person. Yeah, he does that to himself. He looks at himself as some ugly internal beast that just is not worthy of anything. So he has this devil face. But in the show, he also becomes righteous and he, and he knows he does the right thing for the right reasons. And that face disappears and he becomes angelic and he gets his wings like his white perfect bright wings so he he self-actualizes based on what he thinks so in the game fable and i remember playing this years ago and i never thought of it until i started with until we started the class but in the game every it's a game of free will you can do what you want there's no choice there's nothing they always give you options though but at the end of the day you can either do it or not do it you can go your route you can help you can hurt but 
let's say you decide to go the, the angelic side and you want to help people and you do good deeds and you go out and accomplish missions and you save people and you help grow everybody. Well, what happens is you start growing angel wings and you get a halo and things start happening in the game for you. Like you get more missions or you get more money or whatever it is so that you turn into an angel based upon your actions. But in also in the game, if you choose to steal from people or kill people or hurt or just cause chaos and just whatever, you start to grow devil horns and people don't like you. They, you have to go out and it's harder for you to go out and do things because, or not, it's not like you can actually get more things because you, people are uh, scared of you. They'd rather just give you everything than you have to, like, they don't want to be hurt. They don't want to die. They just, there's such fear of you. But the thing is, is that you're killing yourself at the same yeah. time. That's the double-edged sword there that yeah. you don't realize. You're like, oh, well, then I'll just go do this thing because it's much easier. They'll just give it to me and I can fear them into doing it. Yep. But you're sucking your own soul out of your body by doing so. And yeah. you are going to suffer that, not yeah. them. And eventually you become soulless and the demon takes full control of you and you become possessed. But you'll think, oh, no, I'm... Your soul will person. leave your body There's if me. you do not uphold a habitat for it to exist there. Yep, but it's just, it's they throw this in your face. They, they, throw, they put it in the games. They throw it in the shows. But pe yet, yet people can't discern it in their real life. Like, it's okay if it's in a game. I get it when it's in a game. But when it's in my life, I'm not, it's not easy to discern. Like, it is easy to and discern, it, and honestly. And they don't mind looking at it in a game, in a movie. But when it comes to looking at themselves, it's like, no, 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 no. Don't point that finger at me. Don't shine that light on me. It's like whenever somebody comes to me and they're like, oh, I love everything that you're saying. I love your truth. They always say that every single time when it's directed at someone else well, and they witnessed them? it in their ego. They fell into an ego trap of, you're right. I agree with you. Instead of, and I'm just like, yeah, you say that now. Uh, just let me oh, yeah. know if you feel that same way when I trigger you with some truth that you're not facing. <laughs> I just, it's so funny because people, people can like, see it in the games and the movies and like they totally agree with it like what you just said but like in real life let's sit down and like let's let's actually think about this like somebody goes out right and they they watch these shows and they get it but then they also are so used to like on the weekends they go out and hang out with their friends they get a drink and they go to the club whatnot because that's just normal and they think that they are good people they worked hard and that they deserve this they think that that's a reward and what happens is like they go out and they end up getting intoxicated. They, they get messed <laughs> with the wrong do person. You, do you see it? Sorry. On a TV show where they're like, girl, you deserve to go out and do those things. You deserve no. to go to the club, get your heels on and go do it. Like, yeah, you deserve to go, go to hell. <laughs> go listen to ill mind of hops and five and I'll quickly change. So, but it's just, but like, let's think about it. Like you decide, like if you sit there and actually think is drinking good for you like on just this one uh, specific subject, like, Let's look at the details. Not it's, just the details. Before you get to the details, look at how it makes you feel instantly. Do you feel amplified when you drink it, or do you feel drained? Drained. That's what, that's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. So go ahead. You ought to. You know internally, it already isn't right. Like when you first like getting a hangover. Like nobody likes hangovers. You feel like shit. But they brag about like, man, I'm so hungover. That was crazy last night. Like, <laughs> People wow, wear these hell badges. <laughs> I blacked out. I don't even know what happened. You know when you black out, that's a full demon possession? Like, literally, if you don't re consciously remember certain things that you did, that's, your because, left your body. that's because your soul went out the out the door. Like, your, it went into your subconscious, and the fucking demon took over because you allowed it a portal. So there's that. It's horrible for your liver. It literally kills you. I had a friend that I grew up with. You know how many people I know died? Same. Because they had liver failure? Because... They drink alcohol or, for like 30, 40 years daily. That seriously, every single day and couldn't even have a normal day of their life where they weren't shaking and all this stuff unless they consumed that alcohol. Yeah, like you can get tremors and shit. Like yeah. nothing is good about alcohol. But oh, but it cleans off like we need it cleans off the cuts and stuff. Like there are things that it can be used for, for killing bacteria and whatnot in certain situations, depending on what it is. But if you're a lion, you shouldn't have to even get into that situation anyway. But no. Go look at all the benefits. Alignment tell gets me rid what of the all things that you would no, have to deal with. Vibrationally, there's no benefits to alcohol, but people choose to do it because they think it's fun. They think and it's not a even thing. wine. That's another way that the that they deceived you 
with the Bible talking about the wine. Oh, well, Jesus did it so we can drink wine too. No, that's another. So I just wanted to put that out there. Like there's so many other things we could talk about. We talk about like plant-based diet. We could talk about drugs. We could talk about. We'll um, get into all those things. All these, We're just setting a foundation like, right now. It's just look at the things that you do on a daily basis right now. What do you do every single day without even thinking about it and actually think about it? And then ask yourself, is this really healthy for me? Does this amplify me? Like put the moral fucking, put the angel on one shoulder and put the devil on the other and ask yourself what it feels like. Is it, is it the right thing to do morally, internally, righteously? Is this a, a good thing for my health? Or is it a bad thing? If it's and a bad thing, notice, you're going to feel weight. You're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel worry, fear, doubt, you're like feel all this these fucking things. Pressure come on you. But like if you it's got, the right thing, you don't feel that pressure. You feel like a breathing. Release. Yeah. Like you will know right then and there. It's a very, it's very simple to feel it, except you've been brainwashed into choosing the wrong thing because what other people do and, like we and fall not trusting yourself like we talked about you've you've your been intuition to not the, listen to yourself yeah you've been groomed to not look at your intuition and people are like well how do you know these things like they even have fucking like games of things where people can trust they can go off of the first thought or what's it called they have remote viewing that's based off of intuition you know that right feeling your, your way, way to seeing things that are not in your in your literal view like, go look up. If you don't know what remote viewing is, go look into it. It's you tapping into your intuition, your source, and being able to find somebody, feel something, see something that you're not usually, that you can't see right here in your face. You're tapping into into the ether. You're tapping into the Akashic Records. You're tapping into yourself. Like, you know this stuff. and All of us can do it. But some are, some most people can't because they've turned off that gene and they're not asking themselves the right questions and not choosing the right things. So they can't access their, their own DNA. It's, it sucks, but it's the reality. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on like fable, the game, self-actualization. You choose to be angel. You choose to be a devil. And I just want to say, I want to start, you know, I want to, I need a shirt that hashtag hell badges. (laughs) For people that wear these things that they do in hell as badges of honor, like you're saying, no bragging about hang, being hung over or like all these other things that people that are flesh that people brag about and they wear it as a badge. Like, it's, yeah, like <laughs> that doesn't actually help you at all. It, it categorizes you, makes it easier, <laughs> makes it easier on the Vatican and the government to see if you're going to live long enough to fucking be worth their time. Like they don't give. All right, so going further into the angelic side, um, just because you smile at yourself or someone else or give others a hand or have good intentions or you're kind to people, anything that that they have groomed you into thinking is the the right thing to do in hell, um, that does not mean that you're embodying your angelic nature. We were were just touching on this. Yeah, like it's cool to be, like, yes, be kind to people. Like, don't be a douche. (laughs) But... But um doesn't it's free just, to, it's always yeah, free to be think, nice to people. People think like, oh well, I donate to good causes. Don't look at my life, don't look at me. Oh, I help out the homeless. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at what I'm doing. I, other than those things that I that you know, I again wear my hell badge thinking that I am up here on a pedestal and I'm doing something good. But the real good that you do is by healing your soul, because until you heal your soul, you won't stop imprinting more hell on earth and mankind. Yeah, period. People, and on top of that, most people even just do charities anyway. Not saying all, most people, because it's tax write offs. Whatever the fuck they donate, they get back in taxes. Like it doesn't even matter. It's just yeah, a nonprofit, it's, it's a way of funneling money. That's, and that's the shitty part. Like, you know how many people say, oh, yeah, I, I created a fundraiser or a donation and we help, we help people out. Yeah, you help people, but you're not changing them. You help them temporarily. Yeah. Feed the hungry. Why don't you just show people how to go within themselves so that they never align with the situation where to they To be hungry, hungry again. Otherwise, you're just giving them something like a temporary fix. Yeah. Cool. You fed somebody. But did you show them how to actually make their own food? Did you show them how to even go grow their own garden? Did you show them how to, like you said, never be back in alignment with that situation ever again? People don't look at it that like that, though, because they just see, oh, wow, he helps so many people because everybody thinks they're certain people are just helpless. 
nobody can help themselves. Everyone just thinks that they're just stuck. Like, like, like here's the most common one, right? You see it on the commercials of, of the pro of television programming, like donate to a child in Africa. They're starving, please. And they got the slow-mo cameras of like starving kids. Like who, what in the right, like, think about this. Why is there people with cameras going there filming starving kids just to get a schmuck on the TV that has money to donate a dollar a day to feed somebody else. But and, and they're not doing it. Look, this is the thing, guys. They're coming marketing. to get you, the man that doesn't have the money, that they're playing on your heart, that are going to donate to the cause, knowing you don't have it, and put yourself in a position just like the people they're marketing to you. They're just giving you all temporary dopamine shots. Of, and or, or and I get it. And, like and somebody's going to say, well, they're trying to, you know, raise awareness for the cause. We get that. But these things are staged and you have to realize that there all is the real issues out there. And there are real people that are trying to get awareness to causes. But those real people that are really trying usually aren't on a commercial on TV. Those are the ones that are on commercials on TV are usually the mask, the cover for them laundering money and like, doing things that they that you don't even know they're doing with the money. They're not actually helping those villages that they're saying that they're helping. Like, and there's people that come from Africa and even have exposed this and told everybody that yeah. this is happening. And people still just bat an eye at it. It's like when the when the Jewish community came out in the 50s and told everybody that they were putting human in, human meat inside of McDonald's and fast food chains and giving that. it to impoverished communities because that's what they can afford. And they said, we tried to tell everyone, but you didn't listen. So cared. we kept doing it. Yep. And here we are today. They're still doing it. And nobody still believes that they're doing hey. it. Even with them telling you in your face, I'm doing this to you. Ah, no, you could. The, you, the you're world, not really doing that to me. That's too evil. The world, the world has got so fake that people literally develop followings for going out of their way to help people. So they get a following, or they they start a channel, and they're like, "What's a way to get people to win people over to make a, to follow?" Yeah, us? their motive go is in the do, wrong place from the beginning. Let's go out and do good deeds. So they set up a whole videography thing. They get the the cameras, Just they go got the B-roll shots, and they go out and they tr follow people and they help them just to get views on a channel and capture your emails and get your notifications on, on alert so that when they a new video drops, when they have services. merchandise comes out, they can make money. Dude, the real helping doesn't come. You shouldn't have to record yourself helping somebody. Like that should just be a normal fucking thing. But everyone idolizes everybody. Oh, wow, that guy got 15 million views. He helped the guy, homeless guy, gave him $100, followed him around. He showed that the homeless guy was helping other people. Yeah, I get it. Cool. I, that's awesome for that dude. And I'm very excited that he did that. But the, 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 the real reason behind it is to, they, is to make money. It's all for monetary gain. And I know some of the people are actually thinking that that's normal. Like you can have the good intentions and that money is just part of the system. Like we have to go with it. And they're doing it with good intentions. But the ultimate, the truth is, would you really be doing this if there was any cameras on you and if there was any money involved? Would you go out of your way to truly help somebody if nobody else saw it? If, not, if you weren't getting paid? And most of the 90% of the people, if not more, would pro probably wouldn't do it because they'd be like, well, I gotta go figure something else in my time. I gotta help myself. Yeah, exactly. That. You keep clicking it. Move it off of your arm. It keeps falling. Like, that's the problem. These everyone follows these people. They all think are like some fucking gurus or and angels they're in the false flesh. Idols. They're prophets, and they're they're helping so many people. Like, for example, you can hit this sensitive topic, Mother Teresa. Everyone loves Mother Teresa. You wouldn't think you wouldn't bat an eye. She was the saint. Everybody loved her. Always got millions of people not. together. Every time I saw that you woman, know, I was like, <laughs> she was she was in the child sex trafficking. That that was a thing. The ones that they praised the pimp. most. She was a pimp for children. The people that they praise the most in the world, the people that have the most attention, are the biggest scumbags. Do the most fucked up shit. And when we say the world, we mean Satan's matrix. The most popular in the world. Go look at some of the most famous people in the world. The whole world knows them. They sign their soul away or they're doing fucked up shit behind the scenes. There, are, there are some cases 
where that is not ri- that's not the truth. Some people Some did it on their own. actually did it on their own and got to where they are without having to sell their but soul. They, you got to be able to discern between that when you're looking at and that person, the, the people oh. they'll be able to t- you'll be able to tell who it is, because if you know what vibrations are hell and what vibrations are heaven, you can see it in their choices. Yeah. But you, the people that didn't make it on their own with no help. You go to talk to them, notice they're fucking strong-willed. They are righteous. Like nobody And they can, will not play most with people your demons. actually don't like them because of how much they how they handle how themselves. How convicted they are. Yeah. They they don't have uh they don't lack clarity. Clarity is a superpower and that's where the conviction comes from. That's where their strong backbone comes from and their ability because to stand in their power in that moment. Because they had to go through hell yeah, to get they there. To, they they had, had to literally fight demons. Yeah, literally. That's what it is. Every day, you're blocking those demons. They're coming at you left and right. Not selling my soul. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have to identify every attempt that Satan throws at you for you to sell your soul. And that's what they've done. That's what we do. That's why we can talk about these things because we have the experience to talk about it. And that's why other people can't even fathom what we're talking about because they don't see it for what it is. You're stuck in the illusion. You think that you're just getting up and going to work and that's reality, but that's the illusion. Yeah. So moral of the story is stop doing things because you want other people to see you do it. Stop doing it for fucking for views. Stop doing it for likes. Nobody cares about that. Apparently millions of people care about it because it makes you, it makes you something, but yeah, that you guys are so wrapped up in the world. Sorry that you give credibility to somebody because they have a badge on a social media. They get a sticker. It's I'm the, verified. It's the same thing. Look how I made that symbol because that's the bullshit right there. Yeah, it's six, it's that's the fucking like, Illuminati bullshit. Because they have that badge. Nope, now it's officially a white power because, center. Yeah, <laughs> it's white because power. Because they have the uh, the the label, like I'm a doctor, I'm a scientist, I'm this, I'm that. Okay, cool. That's what you are. That does not give you any authority whatsoever in my life. That doesn't give you... Um, that you know more than God. If I need to go research something, if I need to ask a question, if I need an answer, I'm going to God because he's the only one not going to lie to me and put his projections and perceptions in the middle of what I'm trying to get the answer to. And the people don't do, they don't go to God because- They they, don't want to hear the truth. No, it's not even that. It's not that they don't want to hear the truth. They don't know, they don't even know how to talk to him. Like when we talk to him, we know it's when the voices that come in, it's the signs we see, it's everything around us. It's all part of God. And if we see the right message to us, we'll know what he's saying because it's meant for us. Only but see, we'll he see knows, it. he knows what we go to, not just us, anyone. All he, of us are programmed he, differently. He knows like if you go to angel numbers to get a message, he knows you're going to go there. So he's going to send his message to you. And that message, you could go to that screen and it tell you a message and somebody else go to the same website and see that and get a totally different message yep. because he's talking to you through it. Yep. Pay and attention. You have to see that. But if he, most people don't know this Yeah. and they don't want to go through because they think it's some sort of witchcraft. random. They think it's, it's random. It's random. It doesn't, it's all coincidence based. Nothing happens. It's all, Fucking if he knows that you go to uh the sky and look for or you look for butterflies as your sign or, or dragonflies, dragonflies <laughs> or or uh cranes or just whatever it is if he knows that that's the direction you're gonna go to it he's gonna go there to speak to you yep. but just and so will the, the angels but, but just so you know demons will go there too to try discern. and trick you you have to know what the resonant frequencies feel like to be able to decipher them. You cannot do it with your physical eyes or your physical ears. Guys, hear me so that you stop walking as fools on earth. You, you continue to look with your eyes and hear with your ears and completely dismiss the feelings inside yourself. The illusion and the truth, they ha- are so similar that if you, you're not paying attention to the energy, you're going to miss it. You're going to fall into the wrong kingdom. And it's because of this is why people resort to the physical. Oh, if I didn't see it, and if I didn't hear or read it in this, it just, it's not real. 
Like that's why people don't talk to God for the answers they need. They go out and they have to get the immediate answer from somebody else. They have to go to a doctor because they're the ones that know what they're talking about. They have to go to an edu- a school teacher or a, or a scientist. They have to go to those people because they're verified. They're legit in the matrix that we think is real. And they're the ones that are going to give us the immediate answers that we need, but nobody goes to God because he's not, you can't see him. You can't, you can't hear him with your physical ears, right? Yeah, with you your can physical hear him eye. with your soul. But you, you can, can go see him inside with your soul. and see him, feel him. Everything about everything about him is there. You know it. But because it's not in the physical, it's the term, oh, I got to see it to believe it. That's the problem. People need to see something in the outside world in order to believe it. And that's the problem. You got to see it here and know that it's happening and know that it's happened for it to be even to show itself in the physical. It all starts with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we we went on a rant with that. Holy oh, shit! Oh, we did, and but, and I was gonna say I am loving it. <laughs> yeah, because we it so, was all it started, started with fable, then it went from that to <laughs> fucking don't be the fake guy doing shit for the camera because you just want views because you think you're a good person, but you're really doing it for the for the money because you know you can get more so eyes on it. The whole thing about this episode was the angelic embodiment, but we're gonna just go a little bit into that and then the rest in the next episode. Yeah. So damn there's a bunch of slides for the angelic. So yeah. So damn. Um, <laughs> it's like six slides. The characteristics so your angelic self will be very blunt with itself like your internal voice going you idiot you dumbass you fool how could you be so stupid why did you do that you know what i mean that angelic self of righteousness isn't going to tolerate your ignorance and stupidity though god factored that in when he made you your angelic self is trying to get you beyond that point. So it's going to make you aware of the behaviors that you are doing that are not in alignment with God's kingdom. So your angelic self is not going to just accept and tolerate its own behavior because that behavior disturbs its amplification and lowers it. Sorry, I'm reading some of the slides so I can see which points I'm wanting to touch. I was in, wondering where you're on. at. It's the third slide into it. 61. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. Again, it's not going to just allow you to act any way that you want to. Like for me, my angelic side, they are very blunt with me and do not allow me to fall. And if I do start to fall, I will notice it in my body. Like when I wasn't listening to God and I was big headed with ego and I was listening to everything outside of myself and God's like, all right, well, if you're not going to listen, I'll take your ability to hear. And I went deaf for six months and I didn't freak out because I knew because even though I was egotistical, even though I was going, was falling, I still was trying to follow God. I was still in that space of discernment, trying to figure out my discernment. But my, my intention again was to go towards God. That's what I was trying to do. So whenever, and I, I had known how my higher self would come at me through my body to get my attention. So when my hearing went out, I was like, okay, I'm obviously not listening. Whereas if you're a flesh driven person and your hearing goes out, what's the first thing you're going to do? Run to the ear doctor and ask them, why is your earring out? You're not even going to question that. Maybe just maybe your higher self is trying to get your attention. That was me. My final day as freshman year of college, I got blacked out drunk. I was supposed to wake up early to pick, uh, uh, to pack up and have my mom pick me up from school to go back home for the summer. And I barely remember anything from that night. I was in my room, my phone had died. I woke up to police knocking at my door because my mom couldn't get a hold of me for hours. She drove all the way from, she got hella early, messaged me, didn't respond. She's like about to leave. I lived an hour and a half away. 
still didn't respond. She got there, didn't respond. So she had to go to the campus police to go to where I'm at, to knock on my door to see where the hell I was, only to come in and I woke up with them knocking. Literally, where the hung, hell Hung were. over. And I said, sorry, sorry, I, I just woke up, my phone had died. And they're like, okay, we're just making sure your mom's here, you should call her. So I call her and she's like, where have you been? What's going on? And I was like, I'm completely gonna be completely honest. I'm hung over, black, I blacked out last night. I don't know what's happening, come to my room. And right as she got to my room, I, I had a headache and my ear started ringing like really bad. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then it went from a ringing to uh, instantly a sharp pain. And I went deaf. I couldn't hear out of my right ear and it hurt, hurt so bad. I was sitting there on the floor in my boxers holding my head for, for an hour because it just wouldn't go away. I couldn't even clean my room. I couldn't, I couldn't pack anything. I, could, I was so out of it. I was so hungover, just not even awake that I just, I had to sit there and my mom packed up my whole room and did all of it. And I was just so embarrassed. And then I eventually, the pain started to lessen, but it was still there. And I went to the, the, the infirmary thing, the, the, the medical room on campus. And I, as soon as I get, I'm, when I get hung over, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I, I don't care who knows anything. I get there and I told her, I was like, listen, I got really drunk last night and I'm hung over as hell. And I got an ear infection from, I think I was congested for six weeks before that. And I think me drinking on top of the congestion just made it worse. And my ear just finally gave out. I don't know what's going on. It was just a bunch of decisions of hell it that all horrible. compiled and equated to an outcome. I got so sick that year. I lost 12 pounds in two days. Yeah. Because I didn't eat. Everyone got food poisoning. It was a horrible year for me. That was, I didn't even think, I'm thinking about it now. I made very bad decisions when yeah. I was in college. Just because I thought it was, everyone's all- getting drunk. Everyone's going out. Got to kick up with the girls. I'm on football team. I fuck, I'm a jock. I got to go out and party. Like, that's the, the persona of a college athlete at D3. <laughs> D1's a little different. You can't yeah. do that shit. Yeah. So anyway, next. <laughs> I lost my hearing no, too. I mean, That's all have, I said. Yeah, we both had that. So it wasn't off topic. That no, was on. So another one is I said blunt. You know, you're going to be very blunt with yourself and kick yourself in the ass when you need to. That's me. Like I prefer kicking my own ass and having somebody else do it to me. I'd prefer to not hear uh, my teacher go, I told you so. Like there's nothing more annoying than having my teacher laugh in my face when I (laughs) anybody laugh in your face. You don't want your, anybody telling you like, I told you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) I would rather get over my own shit and deal with it than have someone else tell me, I told you so. So anyway, Another thing is that you're going to be direct and honest with yourself and with others. You're not going to care. Like when you're in your angelic embodiment, you're not going to care about people's feelings. And it's not that you don't care. It's that you know that what they're doing to themselves is detrimental. So therefore, you're not going to let their emotional responses dictate your truth coming out of you to them. It won't matter because it's like you're at such a, a place of solidity that whatever they say can't rock your foundation. Yeah, you're you're not going to be careless with yourself. You're not going to waste your time. You're not going to waste their time. You're not going to waste either of your life force in the process. You're going to know as your angelic self that when you do say something that you are going directly to their soul or you're speaking directly to the demon inside that's hiding that they don't know is there. And when the feelings get hurt, it's something that they have to process why that happened because you were not speaking from a place of attack. You were not coming from a place of malice. You were not trying to be in any type of way of harm to this individual, but they felt harmed and that is for them to process. And not for you to hold on your shoulders, but this is what I'm saying. Like when someone comes to you and they speak to you in that way, they're coming as an angel trying to help you. They're not coming, trying to harm you. And if you're got your defense up with, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me who I am. Like all this dumb shit that you run to, to hold on to your fallen self, identify that. Angels are not, they're not love and light. 
They have no, love. That's they have the light. demonic part of you. It's, it's just like angels. Oh, love and light. Goodbye, angel, y'all. <laughs> angels are literally warriors. Like I'm gonna keep referring back to this. We are protectors of the Garden of Eden. We are the angels. We are the fucking highest. We are the protectors of Earth. We're the ones that have to maintain the balance of good and evil. So when there's a demon that comes through, our higher angelic selves come in it's, and slay it. That's what we're supposed to do. We're not allowed. We're not supposed to allow demons to run the rampant. Garden. No, you have to keep guard. That's why there's a gate in heaven. You have to protect that shit. It's not just open love and light. Everybody come in and do what you want. There's organization. There's order. Heaven has a military. There's structure. There's power in that. There's no power in chaos and in randomness, but that's what they want you to believe. They think that that's what they're portraying in all these religious texts. They're trying to get people to think that all the angels are fucking love and light and they're here to just help you. They're going to save you. Like they are here to help you, but they're here to help you but help they yourself. they cut through the bullshit that you right get lost through. in every single day. They slice the demon that's just taking over you with the with the ethereal sword. And they and cut it through, hurts. They cut through the veil and they they break your belief system. Yeah. That's the thing. Where there are beliefs, there is not truth because truth is not a belief system. It is a finite operating system. It's not a belief. And whether you believe in it or not does not matter because it's still dictating the experiences that you have in your life. Yep. It's just people think that these fucking angels are soft and it's get that shit out of your head. It's And this is why that you run to that whole. Um, why people get feared. They, 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 they've, they've made angels to look like they made people look like that. They're the assholes are the, uh, or the angels are supposed to be all these loving people, but they're right now in today's world, they're the assholes. They're yeah, deemed the assholes literally. because they're the ones that are just completely they're, up front. Yes, you're telling such an you asshole. What you need? I'm just telling you what the truth is. Like, yeah. shit. Like, what do you want me to tell you? Telling you what you need instead of telling you what you want to hear has made somebody an asshole. And world. and th- we're telling you this also so that if you're someone that is living that truth and speaking that way to people and trying to genuinely help them, and you're constantly attacked by demons, that you understand that this is normal what you're going through, and you're not alone. All right. So another one is your angelic self will care about aligning with the best version of itself. So if it means hurting your own feelings and making you uncomfortable in the process, it's going to do that to get you to move into position. You ever get so uncomfortable with something that you just like, I'm so fed up. I I gotta change right here. That's your higher self. Unfortunately, that's what it takes for some people. They have to get so pissed off with how they're operating with themselves that they now get a change, right? What What's the way that the entrepreneurs say? This part, I think they got right. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Like you have to get to a point where you're just so like, what am I doing for you to, you get disgusted with yourself to, I'm making a change. Yeah. So another one is that you're going to have your angelic self revealed to you the higher you take your your core frequency. You're going to, uh, know which side of you anything is coming from. You'll be able to identify it. And you'll also, um, you you transfer your divinity, your angelic self from the back to the front when you raise your frequency. So like we talked about, you throw yourself in prison inside yourself and you're locked away. Like that's yeah. what the demon in the lower dimensions want you to do is just say, hey, sit back there, shut up, do what you're told, don't say anything and just deal with it. <laughs> when the angel comes out in front and leaves. It's like absolutely not happening. <laughs> All right. Your angelic self will not, will want to see you live your destiny with effortless ease. So it will operate in ways that make your life simple instead of filled with complication, chaos, and obstacles. If you notice that you are complicating processes or people are complicating your life or things around you, that's not an environment where the angelic divinity in nature is present. If you see efficiency 
you see flow, you see feng shui, you see that people are easily able to dance with life around them and within them. And everything is just happen. Like you're sitting there like, how did this even happen to you? Because they were in alignment. That's how it happened to them. But the same can be said for how did this happen to you? <laughs> you were... <laughs> Where did this go wrong? <laughs> like alignment, that's the thing. Like you are in alignment with either dimension. So which dimension do you want to be in alignment with? Your angelic self will believe in its abilities, love itself and value itself. It's not going to put up with demonic things in in its vicinity. It won't hear the demons that try to rise up inside of it. It won't take part in the demonic things that are happening. Your flesh will tempt you along the way and try and get you. And sometimes you're going to fall for it. Even after years of being free of the demons that you fought, you might fall into it. <laughs> it but recognize it. Catch it right yeah, there. Yeah, recognize it. Don't dwell on it. Don't go and sit like, oh, I fucked up. Most, I'm such a fuck up. I can't get honestly, anything right. No, don't fall into that trap either. That's the trap they want you to fall into. Just know that you don't have to dwell there. You can make the choice again to correct yourself and go back to the center. What I used to do is in order to test out my feelers, I would, um, I would get myself in a situation where I'd be on the fence about something like, all right, should I go? Should I say yes to this? Should I say no to this? Like, and I won't really Or should know. I say this thing on this call we're on or should yeah. I not? <laughs> like you, 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 you should take risk, uh, take a risk, not like a crazy risk, but like take a small risk, take something where see if you make the wrong decision, see how it makes you feel. Because honestly, when you get to, uh, when you raise up, you will immediately know when you made the wrong decision. Like, it's not like something where it's like you feel good in the moment and like you're, and then it hits you days from now or a week from now. It's it's immediate the moment you make the wrong decision. So as you're going into that phase, you're not it's it's a little difficult at first because you're 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 just you're deprogramming yourself, right? Because most things are just habitual. You don't think about it. You're not going down into the ethereal aspect, the feeling of it. So test it out. So if you're hungry, look at something. What are you hungry? What do you, what, this is hypothetical. I'm not saying do this, but like you want McDonald's or do you want to go to flower child and get like a nice salad with some fresh vegetables and fruits? Like you're hungry. See which one you choose, right? Most people will go out and they'll pick McDonald's in today's world. But when you're at this side, like you, you'll immediately recognize like, I shouldn't have eaten that. I shouldn't, I should have went with that. But because you were so, because it's that stuff's full of chemicals and it tastes better instantly for your flesh. And like, it, like, Oh, like it just gets this crazy high as you eat it. You get blinded by that until you eat it. And then afterwards is when people are like, man, I shouldn't have eaten. That. Well, people get sensitized when they start going towards heaven, you've yeah. been desensitized for a long time. So when you start going and rising your vibration, you can feel the difference in the choices that you make. So when you do eat that, that you weren't supposed to eat, you immediately can feel how it messed you up inside. And you're like, and like you said, it's like, I know I shouldn't have done that. But also once you get to a certain level of this, you immediately know that that's going to make me feel like crap if I go that direction and it's full of trash and toxic stuff. And it's never even meant to be consumed by anything that is of, <laughs> of God's so, kingdom. Nothing should be consumed yeah, in that. But <laughs> I'll give you my personal experience. I'll, I'll bring up this time where we had, so I won't say like the full details, but you, you can talk about it. Just don't say what it who, is. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. So we did it a couple of years ago, right before we started the class. Um, we posted on this blog about like the things that we're doing and asked for donations. And this blog is watched by agents of all the different deep states. Yeah. So <laughs> she posted this blog. We got some people to donate. Not a lot. It was like a few bucks. And uh, somebody reached out to us on email. It's like, hey, I would love to, you know, connect with you. I resonate hard with what you guys said. And we're like, oh, wow, like, let's see how this goes. And, like, and totally. first, let me set the stage here. Agents already know how to speak to you to get you to open up. Yeah, they know the right and words. when you've been around them long enough, you know their vibration. And no matter how much they try to put on a facade in front of you, you see it. Yeah. So anyway, continue. So we get on the call with her and immediately felt things were off she she knew it immediately but 
But I, was, I couldn't say anything to him because we were on the call on video. Yeah, so <laughs> we we knew about certain things. We still know about certain things going on in the world that we just don't share with everybody, especially on here. Like there are things we know, but we're not going to talk about on here because it's just not. No, it's not meant to be public like that. But um, we started talking about things, and I had this split decision in my head. Like she had this kind of if I noticed she started drifting off. But I was excited to say something because it felt right because of how she said it. So I was like, do I listen to her, like feel her vibe? Like, do I go with what I'm thinking? Like, and maybe just tell her and see how it goes. Like, what do I do? And I went with the, I'm going to say the thing that I, I want to say. That he felt that, that he felt, shouldn't. That I felt I shouldn't, but I still wanted to see how it felt as I made the wrong decision. And mind you, and our moment, hands were right beside each other and mine was behind his so that mm-hmm. I could tap him if he was saying the wrong thing that he should not be saying to this agent. (laughs) And I said the thing that I I wanted to say. And like immediately after I got done talking, it was like an instant regret. Cause I was like, and I tapped him at the same time. That just wasn't important. Like I was like, wow, I didn't, I shouldn't have said that. Like it just, she didn't need to know that. She doesn't have anything to do with our life. Like what it was, was they were prying. They were prying for information to see how big of an influence or how much we would, knew they wanted to how, how much, much we knew. knew how much of an influence was coming behind it how uh much would uh people would everything would come into truth right they they wanted to make sure that there was not a huge massive following behind it because then that would be um against them you know what i mean like yeah. against their agenda so uh, they were just trying to see where we stood and we weren't about to say what was after I said what I, I was said, not about to say <laughs> after we said after I said what I said like it was instant like we we weren't even communicating with her anymore it was just her us listening and like oh yeah cool like kind of just beating around the bush and talking about things that just weren't important and well I don't know what how we got off the call but I think we were like no, we have I to leave the call. I was done I just <laughs> but yeah I I instantly recognized it right there so you guys might have something in your life that pops up where you just got to make a decision or you got to say something test it see how it makes you feel if you know it feels wrong obviously you know to trust that feeling that when it pops up like don't say this ryan don't say it trust it don't go with it and that's the thing you're gonna have to take like i can't save him from himself even though we're in this relationship together and even though i had known things that could help him and stopped him from doing that that day I know I'm wise enough to know that he has to learn that on his own. So I couldn't intervene there. I had to let him figure out what it felt like to be in that moment so that he could carry that feeling. Cause that's what you do. You, you register the feeling and then you put it in your filing cabinet inside and then you identify the feeling instead of the flesh in front of you, identify the feeling in front of you and the flesh will never fool you. And that's where I want, I, I'm not going to go any further into the slides today. Yeah, no, but it's been over an hour. Yeah. So anyway, I'm good. Uh, I hope you guys had some great revelations today or aha moments and recognize things about yourself. We, I've been getting messages from some of you talking about how, you know, you're just in tears over the things that you're, re- you're recognizing that you did not recognize before and keep going. Because those tears are going to turn it's from make it easier. Yeah, you're you're you gotta go. It's it's you're being reborn. It's painful. Birth is painful. Labor is painful. Not just on mom, but on baby and your baby being reborn. So you're gonna feel those labor pains as you come out yep. into heaven. Yep. <laughs> so be ready. Keep growing. Don't stop. All right. Peace, Peace out, guys. guys.